Hello and welcome to Take It or Leave It. It's a Christian podcast to encourage us all to implement real change in our lives based on the teachings of Jesus so that when the rapture occurs, we may all be caught up to meet Jesus Christ in the air. It's about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. I'm your host, Madison Santiago. Hello and welcome back to Take It or Leave It. Today we are going to conclude our study of the second type of ground, which represents a type of person in the parable of the sower. The parable of the sower mentions four different types of ground, which represents and is symbolic of four different types of people. We've been discussing this Jesus teaching in previous podcasts, so I encourage you to pause and catch up and then jump right back into this podcast. Amen. We've been talking about the persecution that is caused by the word of God. We've been discussing affliction that rises up because of the word. The affliction is not personal, but a result of how we live. So anyone living for Christ, and I mean truly living for him, not just saying, I believe he is real, or I believe he died for me, but those who are truly serving, they will encounter tribulations and afflictions and persecutions. It's God's process. Remember, it's not Madison's process. It's not your pastor's process. It's Jesus's process. Amen. It's a road to grow roots. Without the hardships, you and I, we're not going to grow any roots. And without roots, when trouble comes into our lives, the person who doesn't have roots right? If it's me or you, if we don't have roots, we get pulled up from the ground so easily. Why? Because those without roots drop the holy word of God for themselves. Okay? You know, there's this town in Pakistan who a few weeks ago was burned. 100 homes, possibly more, and at least nine churches were burned were burned. These Christian churches, they were persecuted. And despite the persecution, the Christians remained. They remained. Why? Because they are consistent and truly converted, meaning their souls are truly converted by the word of God, like the Bible says. So it doesn't matter what happens. They stand firm in Christ. Amen. Don't you want to be like this? I do. God's process is persecution and affliction and tribulation. These people who encounter this, they know more about God than those who don't encounter this. That's a fact. These people who encounter the persecution and the affliction and the tribulation, they have deeper roots. Why? Because of the word of God. Because of what he says. What everyone needs to understand is that the cares and the riches of life have nothing to do with satanic power. And I'm going to say that again. The cares and the riches of life have nothing to do with satanic power. That's man's issue. That's not a demonic issue. That's not an issue caused by demons. That's not Satan's problem that he brought into our lives. That's our problem. That's a flesh problem. Only the Holy Spirit can resolve these issues in a man or woman, which prevents a man or woman from growing spiritually. Man needs hope. And the Holy Spirit is the hope. Okay? The Holy Spirit is the hope that must live inside of a man or woman. The Holy Spirit is the only hope of man to conquer man problems. Okay? And when I say man problems... I mean flesh problems. 
The Holy Spirit is the seal of our salvation. That is what we need. So live the word out in your life. I want to encourage you to do that. The word is the sword of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is he. It's a male. He needs a sword. Jesus said he, meaning the Holy Spirit, will bring into you remembrance. So you and I must have the word. The Holy Spirit can't work if you don't receive the word. The more word we receive, the more work the Holy Spirit can do in us. We are to think like Christ. So we have to know what he thinks. How? Learn the word of God. Okay? The Lord says 100-fold fruits in your life. When we learn the word of God, he has plans to prosper us. If you and I want to win against satanic powers, we ought to put on the full armor of God. And there's a whole teaching on this in this podcast. If you are fighting Satan, you need the armor. But I have to stress that if you are fighting yourself, if you are fighting your own desires, you need the Holy Spirit. Okay? The armor is for battling principalities. If you're battling your own flesh, you need the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 8, verse 12, it says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. What does that mean? We're debtors, meaning you and I, we owe. We owe. Verse 13, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So right there, that's a capital S. That's a capital S. So if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds. So by the Spirit, meaning we need the Holy Spirit to put to death the deeds of the body. That's the desires of the flesh. You will live. And that doesn't mean physically. It means spiritually. What will happen if we live according to our thoughts and flesh desires? Death. That's what this verse teaches us in Romans chapter 8, verse 12. If you live the way you want, you die. It means it's definite. You are most assuredly going to die. What is according to the flesh means whatever is unbiblical. When it says death, it means a spiritual death. But by the Holy Spirit, you put to death, meaning you do it. Who does it? You do. Say that. I put to death, right? We decide to put to death sin. We decide if we live and we decide if we die. It's our choice. That's free will. It is our job and we can do it if we have the power of the Holy Spirit. So to advance in your character and become more like the character of Christ, it 100% requires the Holy Spirit. You need it, not armor. Armor is needed to wrestle principalities mentioned in Ephesians. Our flesh is not Satan. It's us. When we blame Satan for everything, all the problems in our life, why we're not progressing, you won't recognize the problem in yourself. Why? Because you're too busy blaming Satan. You know who loves that? Satan does. Why? Because you'll never change. You'll stay the same and you'll be destined to hell. Your character will never advance. You will never be cleansed. You will never become clean. You will never take steps to change because you are playing the blame game rather than putting to death sin by the power of the Holy Spirit. So to have the character of Christ, we die to our flesh by the power of the Holy Spirit every single day. Amen. Let's circle back to the parable of the sower in stony ground. Previously, we discussed Daniel and how he was led to the lion's den for the sake of the word. Remember trials and tribulations. Also, there's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Remember this story? They refused the king. And then what? Boom. 
They were put into the furnace. They believed that God would save them. And they even said, and if not, they still aren't going to obey. Amen. Now we know that the end of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So I encourage you to revisit that story and be encouraged because God guides us and provides us instruction and warnings. Even today, if we follow man, we follow nothing. We ought to follow Jesus. We hang on to his instructions and we study his scripture because it's holy and powerful. Amen. And we abide by it. And when we learn it, we believe it immediately and we live it out in our lives. Why? So that we can be made to be a servant of God. We trust not the ability of man or ourselves, right? We can't trust the ability of somebody else or ourselves, but we trust the ability of God. So we cannot trust people who are not spiritual with spiritual things. We cannot trust the man himself, but if he or she has the Holy Spirit in them, the power in them, we can trust that person. God says that in so many verses, and I want to take you to Psalms 118. Uh, we're going to read verses 8 and 9, and it says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. It doesn't matter the status of the man. The Lord says, you trust me. It's best. Trust me. It's the Holy Spirit that makes us trustworthy. So trust not your flesh. It causes problems. That's why it needs to die, because it causes problems. You know, ministries pay tithes. And if you want to be obedient, pay your tithes. In the Bible, many give beyond their tithes. So, for example, if the pastor depends solely on tithes from the people and the people leave the church, what will happen to the pastor? Because people change their mind, right? If they don't like a teaching nowadays, they leave. If it's not fully inclusive of what this world says it should be, people are going to leave. But if that pastor depends on the tithes of the people, what will happen to the pastor? The pastor is going to go hungry. You understand? That pastor is fully dependent on man. A ministry funded by heaven does not rely on man. God will make it thrive. And we ought to obey Christ than man, as said in Psalms. As servants, we're not after money. We are to do the will of God. We trust the Spirit, not man. Man will always fail you, and you will always fail yourself, but God will never fail you. Amen? Hallelujah. It is the Spirit in the man. Trust the Spirit in the man, not the man. Did Jesus start the church when he was on earth? No. The church started on the day of Pentecost. The apostles were filled with the Holy Spirit, and that is when the church started. Why? Because God can now trust the apostles. They were equipped with the power of the Holy Spirit. You can trust people to do natural things, and people can do good, nice things, even without the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But the word of God requires a spirit-filled man or woman filled by the Holy Spirit. So if you give a serious godly task, a spiritual task to somebody not spirit-filled, they're going to stumble. Why? No roots. Why? Because they are led by the flesh. They have not yet decided to die to their flesh. Their flesh is guiding them and failing them again and again. So they stumble and they stumble. They remain the same. And they do not develop deep roots. 
You know, when Paul was old, he was growing missions, and I hope to be the same. Paul was dedicated until the very end. You know, today there's so many who reach 70 or 80, and they're, they sell their homes and they go live at the beach. Right? They've done enough. They say it's time for them to relax. They've earned it. But that's not the word of God. I'm not saying they need to run a 10-mile race at that age. But they still need to be about the business of Christ. Amen? Paul was old and he was still growing missions. He's a great example. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, I'm going to read starting in verse 6. And this is Paul writing a letter to Timothy. And Paul says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. So what does Paul mean by a drink offering? Meaning his life is going to end. He believes he's going to die soon. He was getting old. Verse 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Meaning the good fight of faith. He never let go of the things of God. When Paul had an assignment, he gave it his all to glorify the name of Jesus. He was not led by the flesh, but by the Spirit. Okay? Verse 8, Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. So Paul was going to receive his crown, and all are going to get a crown who obey Jesus. Okay? True servants. Verse 9, be diligent to come to me quickly. Who? Who's Paul writing to? Remember, it's Timothy. He's telling Timothy, come to me quickly. Paul needs help. Why? Because his current help left. Why did they leave? Because they were led by the flesh. Verse 10, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed from Thessalonica. Crescens for Galatia, Titus, and Dalmatia. Okay, so Demas loved the world, right? He loved the flesh. He left Paul. He left the business of God for the world. Now, I want to remind you that Satan is a copycat. So there's the Holy Trinity. There's God the Father. There's Jesus. And there's the Holy Spirit. Amen? Three in one. Satan also has a trinity just like God. It's Satan himself. It's the world in flesh. Okay? Demas' flesh loved the world. So he was plucked out. No roots easily stumbled. He left Paul in the dust. Right? Continuing on, Paul says, Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. In Tychicus, I have sent to Ephesus. Bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Triash when you come in the books, especially the parchments. Verse 14, Paul says, Alexander the coppersmith did much harm. May the Lord repay him according to his works. You also must beware of him, for he has greatly resisted our words. So Paul is warning Timothy of Alexander. He's not saying hate Alexander, love him, but avoid him. Verse 16, at my first offense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. But the Lord stood with me, and he strengthened me, so that the message might be preached fully through me, and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Can you imagine this? 
it's hurtful for me to read this and to know that Paul trusted a man to the mission of God, right? These men were not spirit-filled. Demas abandoned Paul. Why? No Holy Spirit in Demas. Demas didn't have the depth of the word. Back then, there was a lack of those equipped by the word. Paul, he had to pick the least corrupt of everybody. So everyone had to help, even if they weren't spirit-filled. Non-spirit-filled people can still be used for some jobs of the ministry. Even Jesus had a Judas, remember, in his ministry. What did Judas do? He kept the money. This was an important job. Why? Judas had an accounting background. You must be wise in ministry. Jesus teaches us to use what we have. Don't trust man. Trust the Holy Spirit in the man. Every church ministry today has somebody like this, like a Demas, like somebody who's going to stumble. They have somebody like Alexander who's going to resist and cause problems. Jesus taught us about the wheats and the tares, remember? The tares are in the church, okay? We're not going to go too deep into the wheats and tares, but the tares are in the church. This is how Satan destroys the ministry. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 18, it says, Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Verse 21, I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, that no lie is of the truth. Okay. So we know the end of the Antichrist. The end is destruction. We know that these people, they came from the ministry. They went out from us, it says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 19. People are deceiving. You cannot trust man, but you can trust the Holy Spirit in a man or woman. Now I ask you, do you want to be a Demas? God gives an assignment, and when things get tough, bye-bye. Bye, God. Thanks for letting me play. Is that you? Do you want to be that? I don't. You must be baptized by the Holy Spirit to be part of the movement of Christ truly part and included we can't do the work without the holy spirit and the holy spirit will lead us to tribulations and persecutions but it's okay because god is with you just like god was with paul and preserved paul just like god was with daniel just like god showed up for shadrach meshach and abednego and that's going to bring us spiritual growth we must live in the spirit Put all of your confidence in God, not man. There's work to be done. Be encouraged today. Be encouraged today. And will you share this teaching with someone today? Share it with someone today. Amen? This is taught with the love of the Lord. And this is not my teaching. It's the God's word. Amen? Thank you so much. This is Take It or Leave It. God bless you all.